Well, good morning. Hello and welcome. Welcome to Parent Wise with Monica Irvin. I'm Monica and I'm really glad that you're here today. Um, it's kind of turned cold on us again here in Tennessee. Uh, we were teased with a really warm day or two, um, but now January weather has returned. So I hope y'all are off to a great week. I hope you are just enjoying life and appreciative of another day, another day to breathe, another day to be with our family. I follow a, a, a certain Facebook page where people um, from all over the world upload needs for prayers. And I'm glad to be a part of that uh, Facebook page because, uh, boy, does it keep my life in perspective when people um, post about prayers needed for loved ones and all of the difficult, difficult trials that people face in their lives. I hope that if you are facing a difficult trial right in this moment, that you will stand still and know that God is aware of your trial and cares about the pain that you're in, the worry that you have, the concerns that are keeping you up at night. And I hope you will know that he wants to walk through this valley with you and along this journey can give you great insight and peace. Today, we're going to talk about and answer the question, how do I know if God is speaking to me? This is a topic I wanted to address because too often I get people as I'm talking with them about their life and trials. Too often I hear the words, I don't know if God really speaks to me, or how do I know if he's speaking to me, or I had someone say, I don't think God has ever spoken to me, and I know that God speaks to all people. And that he wants to communicate with us regularly, every day, throughout the day. And the requirements are actually not very much. He requires that we have a desire to hear him. Just a desire to hear him. Now there are absolutely many things that we can do to help that line of communication flow more freely. But the Lord does not require us to be perfect or to be without sin in order to speak to us and for us to hear him. 
If that were the case, then indeed no one would hear him. However, what I have learned in my life is that it does make a difference in how close I feel to him and how freely I feel that I can hear his voice depending on my own behavior and actions. I believe that when I take the time to start my day on my knees, that it helps me to hear him better throughout the day. I have found that when I take the time to be engaged in the scriptures on a daily basis, I feel like I can hear him more clearly throughout the day. I feel like when I am purposeful in my actions throughout the day, and I'm really consciously striving to do what is right, that it helps me to hear him more clearly. But I have heard him when I have not been making good choices. And I have also heard his voice in the middle of willfully disobeying his word. And I've still heard him. What is revelation? What does it mean? In Ephesians 1.17, it says that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you. I want you to put your name in exchange for the word you. May give unto Monica. May give unto Rebecca. May give unto Sarah. May give unto Steve. Whatever your name is may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. Revelation, of course, comes from the base word to reveal. What is it that the Lord wants to reveal unto us? In that particular verse, he wants to reveal wisdom and a knowledge of him. There's another cool verse in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, uh, verse 3. It says, Wherefore I give you, put your name in there, wherefore I give you to understand that no man speaking by the Spirit of God calleth Jesus accursed, and that no man can say that Jesus is the Lord but by the Holy Ghost. So if you are one of those people that feel like you're not sure God has ever spoke to you, let's just read that verse and be reminded that If you believe 
Jesus Christ is your Savior, your Redeemer, that He indeed is the Son of God, then God has spoken to you because this verse tells us that it's not possible for you to know that truth unless the Holy Ghost has borne witness to you of that truth. That we can't know Jesus is the Christ unless the Holy Ghost has revealed that truth to us. The Holy Ghost is who reveals truth. And a truth is that Jesus is the Christ. So if you believe that, you have been spoken to by the Holy Ghost. And isn't that so cool? In verse 7 in that same chapter, in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, it says, But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man to profit with all. So, every man, man meaning human being, is given the Spirit so that he might be profited and so that he might profit others. You do have the ability to hear the whisperings of the Spirit. And why is sometimes the Spirit referred in a whispering, quiet voice. Because we know that usually that's how he speaks to us. So I just want for a few minutes to just, for you to consider the different ways that you can hear the Lord's voice. Because parents, I want to tell you that I do not think it's possible to parent with success without recognizing the voice of God speaking to us through the Spirit. There's many, there's many ways that we can hear, but there's some common ways. One thing that I love most about the Spirit is that it helps me to remember things. I know, especially as I'm getting older, my whole family seems to be pointing out my bad memory. And I'm like, look, people, this is just how it is. Obviously, I'm going downhill fast, and you're going to have to start just being my memory uh, because I seem to struggle. (laughs) But, you know, what's so cool is so often I'll be just, you know, zipping about my day, doing my things, and all of a sudden, this little thought will pop into my brain. Monica, you are supposed to call so-and-so, or you have um, a report due tomorrow, or you have an assignment, or you have a video you need to make. And immediately, hopefully most of the time, I'm like, thank you, Lord. Thank you so much for helping me, for reminding me of that. You all, when things, ideas, you've heard me say this before, but I want you to really hear it, and I want you to really 
recognize this and and put it as truth if you feel it's truth. And that is when things pop into your brain that if you were to act upon would be a good thing. Like when some you know it pops into your brain that you should call so and so or that you should go visit so and so or that you need to remember an assignment or something an obligation you all that is the spirit all good things come from god it is a good thing to remember our commitments it's a good thing to remember to reach out and serve others when those ideas come into your mind They're not your ideas. They don't come from your brain because you're so wise. They don't. They come from the Spirit. Then it's turned over to us. And therein lies the difficulty. Because then we're given our free agency to act upon that prompting or to ignore it to act upon that prompting or to say, I'll do it later. What's interesting about, I think, the Spirit and the Lord is that the Lord knows your day. Like, He knows your obligations today and in this very moment. He knows the trials and burdens that you're carrying right in this very moment. He knows, and he knows what, just all the things that you've got to accomplish, yet, so when he, when you get this idea to do something, and it pops into your brain, I mean, the Lord knows when the best time to give you that prompting. And that's why we need to recognize, that's why it's so important and necessary to recognize it as a prompting from, from the Lord. Because once you know, okay, the Lord knows how busy I am. The Lord knows what I'm doing right now, yet he believes I have time to make this phone call. He believes I need to start doing this right now. Because he's not going to give us a prompting. When he knows really we can't get to it until tomorrow at 3. I mean, if we can't get to it until tomorrow at 3, don't you think he and his amazing wisdom would wait until tomorrow at 3 to tell us? There could be some gray area there. I guess we could argue some points in that thought process. But my point is, I have found that more often than not, if I just would quickly... Oh, that's, that's the hard part, but it's the most important part. If we would quickly act upon those little promptings, our lives will be filled with greater joy and peace. The Lord knows what you and I need in the very moment we need it. And so often, He gives us an idea, something that would bless us, And sometimes and often bless someone else. And he knows that's what we need. Like maybe you're having the worst day. And you've received some terrible news. And you're consumed with what you're facing. And then all of a sudden you get this little thought that maybe you should go visit so and so. And you're like, 
yeah, I do need to do that. So I'll try to do that one day next week or in the next couple weeks. But don't you see that the Lord knows that actually you need it right now. Or maybe you need to make the call right now or make the at least the appointment right now. And it's the very thing that might help get you through your day and your current situation. At some point, we've got to decide whether or not we trust him. And whether or not we believe that he knows all things. And whether or not we believe that he knows what's best for us today. I mean, we either believe it or we don't. And that's why it's so beautiful that when he gives us these little suggestions and promptings, that we recognize that it comes from him. And if it comes from him, then surely we trust it and act on it. And I know what you're thinking. You're going, yeah, but Monica, what if that was really my idea? Like, what if it's just my thoughts and not his thoughts? And so I act upon something because I think God told me, but really God didn't tell me. It was me. Well, let's think about that for a minute, just from a parent's standpoint, from a parent who is perfect and who loves us unconditionally and infinitely, and who I can only imagine absolutely thrills in our desire to be obedient. Do you really think that the Lord is going to condemn you, punish you, make you pay a price because you acted upon something, really believing in your heart that it was him directing you, but it wasn't? I actually don't think that that's ever what happens, but I'm just trying to give you the benefit of a doubt if that's what you're worried about. But, you know, I know that he is our parent and we are his children. And he loves our desire to be obedient to him. Sometimes the Lord speaks to us just by a feeling in our heart. Recently, in my family, I've had things that I've been very concerned about. Bless me, I just sneezed. (laughs) And, you know, uh, it is a pretty significant trial, challenge. And involves people I love very much. And I'm very concerned about their well-being. But in the midst of my tears and heartache, I have been given an incredible feeling of peace. Like normally... Uh, And I'm not going to go into details just to protect um, other people's privacy. But if I were to tell you the things that um, this particular challenge, you would, just like I did initially, you know, be know that it was of great concern. And it is. And it's it is not fun. And I hate it. And I want it to go away. But yet. 
I have peace. In fact, I was telling a friend the other day, I said, normally, knowing what I know and knowing what this person I love is going through, you would think that I would just be so torn up emotionally that I could barely function. And I can't say that that hasn't happened a day or two throughout this trial. But I said, but I'm, I'm happy. Not happy for the trial, but I just feel happy. I feel at peace. It doesn't mean I'm not praying my guts out every day throughout the day for this situation. But I'm I'm happy and y'all it doesn't make sense. How is it possible that you can be happy that you can be at peace in the middle of a tornado that's sucking someone you love up? I know that it's only possible by the grace of God. And it's important that we recognize where that peace comes from. And that we give gratitude for peace that surpasseth all understanding. Sometimes... I haven't had a lot, but I have had a couple of dreams that I know came from Heavenly Father. They have been timely and beautiful. And the two most significant dreams that I've had in my life that I knew came from God, both offered me comfort, extreme comfort. That is another way that God can speak to us. One of the dreams when I woke up from it, I it was so specific and had such specific counsel to me that I jumped out of bed, grabbed my journal, and wrote down the dream because I didn't want to forget any of the specifics. That's how sure I was that the Lord was revealing um, truth to me in the form of a dream. And, um, and it was a beautiful thing. And so um, that is something, you know, uh, it's interesting. Uh, back years ago is when I had the two dreams I'm speaking about. I... A couple of years ago, I don't know, I think I was driving. I don't know exactly where I was, but I was I was just thinking about those dreams and the thought ran through my mind. I was like, "Huh, you know, I haven't I haven't had another dream like that in years, like a long time, many years." Uh where I just was so certain that it was from the Lord and it was just such a significant spiritual experience for me. And I thought, that's weird. And so immediately I think um, that is Satan. You know, he tries to go, oh, wonder why God's not giving you dreams anymore. Maybe you're doing something wrong. You know, I could tell that that's where my brain was starting to go. Um, And immediately, though, so the thought that ran through my mind 
and you can decide whether you think the thought was my thoughts or from God. But as as my mind started slipping into what's wrong with me, why am I not having these dreams anymore? The thought that ran through my mind was because you haven't needed one. And I just kind of paused and considered and I I knew the Lord spoke those words to my mind. It's it's so neat how just these words, it's like a sentence. You know, some people say uh, you know, I have never personally heard an audible voice when I say God speaks to me or God said to me. I've I've personally never heard an audible voice. But the best way for me to describe it, it's kind of like someone just spoke an audible voice because all of a sudden this these the sentence or these sentences just flood my brain and they come so fast and quickly that it's as if someone just spoke to me and the words you haven't needed one came into my brain and I I thought about that and start and then it made me go back to the time where I had those dreams and it was a very very difficult time in my life a time that I felt like I was drowning and struggling to survive and that's when I had those beautiful dreams and I thought well, well that's true I I really I really haven't needed them. I mean, I'd like them. I'd like to have some because <laughs> it was so fun. But I really haven't needed that level of that level of revelation, I guess, or in that manner, maybe. Um, many times, you all, I think I feel like I have learned the most about how to recognize the spirit recognize that God is speaking to me by missed opportunities where I get a thought to do something or not to do something or go somewhere or not go somewhere and I ignore it I brush that thought aside and then I go ahead and do it and then I realize oh that's why I shouldn't have done this that's why I shouldn't have come here I had the thought, but I dismissed it. Now I can see, God, you were trying to warn me. You were trying to help me, and I ignored it. I can't tell you how many times that has happened to me. But in those moments, I have tried to go, okay, so what did I feel? And why did I dismiss it? And can I learn from that experience? And I have learned. I'm sure I still ignore plenty of things. But I feel like with every passing year, it gets a little easier to recognize. And my confidence in acting upon spiritual promptings has absolutely increased where I trust them more. And I just trust and assume that thoughts are coming from the Lord if it's a good thing and then I'm I'm hopefully quicker to act upon those things um, sometimes a couple probably more times than I can remember at the moment I know that I have received a thought that I needed to do something 
And so I assumed, of course, that it was a spiritual prompting and I acted on it. But then either nothing happened or maybe I felt like it wasn't a good result that ended up happening, even though I acted on that prompting. I can't say that it's happened a lot, but it absolutely has happened several times and perhaps more than I remember, where that after I acted upon a prompting and it didn't turn out the way I had hoped or good or what I thought was good, it made me question, well, wasn't that a spiritual prompting? I mean, well, why did it turn out this way? If that was from, that doesn't make sense. Why was I asked to do that if this is how it turned out? And you know what, you all, all I can tell you is I don't know the answer to that. Um, and sometimes I have been confused why I was, why I was asked to do something or felt like I was asked to do something and then it didn't turn out the way I thought it should or that I would want. It seemed like a bad outcome after I acted upon a spiritual prompting. And I want you to know that I have, I have prayed over that uh, to try to help me understand why does that happen sometimes. Um, and the overall feeling is that I can't say that I haven't, I've ever received an exact explanation but I have received the feeling and the thought that don't worry about it. Just keep hearing me. There are great blessings that come from your effort to obey my spiritual promptings. And I've got, and I've, got to leave the rest alone. I don't understand all the Lord's ways. I don't know why things go how they go many times. I don't understand all of our trials. I know we're given them for our growth. I know that our trials, when we turn to God, can be a blessing to us in the end. They can bring us closer to Christ. They can humble us. They can help us to learn how to pray more powerfully. Um, We can learn so many things in our trials that are a benefit to us and our family. I know during this most recent trial in my family, it's just a fact. I've been praying more boldly. I wish I could say I always prayed like this. I know I don't. You know, the more desperate I am, the more desperate my prayers are, the more sincere they are. And I wish it wasn't like that. I wish I could be as sincere in my desperation as I am when things are just going beautifully smooth. But I know that I don't. And hopefully the Lord understands that but I can tell you this my prayers have been answered time and time again and I have learned that the more specific I am with what I ask the Lord the easier it is for me to recognize that he does indeed answer my prayers for example 
recently I had a family member that desperately needed to get in to see a particular doctor. And um, that doctor, uh, I, I called right before, um, let's see, let me get my math right, I guess the beginning of December. And we needed to see that doctor, uh, I guess it was more mid-December, yeah. Uh, now that I think about it, probably a little closer to Christmas. But um, we needed to see that doctor right then, you know, that week. And um, he had just, um, his secretary said he was not taking any more uh, appointments until February. That he was having some surgery uh, right around Christmas, and he was taking the entire month of January off to recover. And he was already booked the first week of February, and so the first available appointment was February 8th. And I just was, that's not good enough. That's not soon enough. I, 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 we can't wait that long. And so, but there, was, there, was, there wasn't someone else who could see him. Um, any sooner and so what did I do I started praying and I just said Lord we need to get in sooner we I I you know what can we do we've we've got to get in sooner but this doctor wasn't going to be there once again he wasn't returning to his office till the first week of February so then I started praying that this doctor would would recover quicker than he thought from his surgery and would change his mind and come back to work earlier. And granted, the poor doctor probably needed a month of rest. You know, bless his heart, it's probably what he needed. But I was praying that if if my family member really needed to, to see him sooner, that something would happen and that he would get to see him sooner. And you all, I mean, guess what happened? I got a phone call, second week of January, and uh, the secretary said, Monica, um, he has changed his mind, he is coming back early, and he is going to see your family member is going to be his first appointment. I mean, you all, if, if that's not a miracle... I mean, what is? Miracles happen every day. And they don't just happen for other people. They happen for you and for me. They can happen. But we have to ask for them. We have to pray for miracles and expect miracles. And we have to pray with the faith that we know it can happen. And I bet that it made my Father in Heaven so happy to be able to grant us that miracle. Just like it would make you happy as a parent to be able to give your child something that they're pleading for. Of course it makes him happy to be able to give us good gifts. And that was a good gift and I will forever be grateful for that miracle, which was a big miracle for our family. I want you to know that God does speak to his children, and you are his child. 
I know that as we practice and learn how to recognize his voice, we'll get better at it, y'all. And thank goodness we have a patient and kind and merciful and gracious God who's willing to work with us and willing to just let us keep trying. I pray that you will hear his voice even now and that you will be bold and will quickly act upon his prompting. You all, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for your support of the Etiquette Factory. If you have a teenager and you have not registered them for impact, uh, we are still taking seats and that begins on Monday, February 1st. So you only have a couple more days to register your teen. Uh, I will put the link to learn more about that program in the body of the description of today's episode. And if you have not, um, if you have not given us a review on iTunes, I hate to ask because I know y'all it takes effort to even go do anything else. But if you haven't done that, I would invite you to do that and share, share the podcast with your friends on social media, send it to them in an email, but um, that would be wonderful. Have the best day. Thanks for listening. Bye.